Esther chapter number 4. Esther chapter number 4, verse 13 and verse 14. Then Mordecai commanded to answer Esther, Think not within thyself that thou should escape in the king's house more than all the Jews. For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, then shall there enlargements and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? And I want to minister to you from that latter part. This thought, is this your time? Is this your time? Father, we exalt you. We magnify you for your presence, God. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Heavenly Dove, stay with us, O God. Let us not leave the way that we came. But God, let us leave change renewed and refreshed in the power and anointing of you, God. And we will give you all the glory all the honor and all the praise and all the thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. And you may be seated this morning. Is this your time? Do you ever stop and wonder, out of all the people that are in the world, why God chose you? Do you ever wonder that? Do you ever stop and think and wonder why your employer chose you out of all the people that might have applied for the same job that you applied for, but yet you was the one chosen and given the job, what would you do if you knew that the job that you have and the job that you were chosen for had nothing to do with your qualifications or your abilities but it was God that chose you to put you there for such a time as this. Think about it. Have you found lately, since you have been born again of the water and the spirit, that it seems like more people wants to congregate around you and to talk to you? Have you stopped and considered that in your walk have others start to open up to you more since you have been born again? What is all to this supply? As Mordecai said to Esther, Who knows whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? Is this your time? <clears throat> 
Is this now the time that God has brought you and I to his kingdom for such a time as this? I believe that every life has a purpose and a reason. As Jesus told his disciples, when they began to ask him about the blind man, they said, who did sin, this man or his parents? Jesus says that no one sinned, but that the glory of God could be revealed through his life. Amen. We need to understand that through every life, God has a purpose. As the Lord told Jeremiah, before you was ever conceived, before you was ever placed in your mother's womb, I knew you and I have a purpose, a plan for you. And he says to him in Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the thoughts that I think towards you to give you an expected end. You see, God has brought us into this life for a purpose uh, and sometimes if we're not careful we can try to get ahead of God and sometimes we can get frustrated uh, because we don't know the plans uh, and the purpose that God has for us uh, at the present moment. Uh, Abraham was 75 years old the Bible tells us uh, and God appeared to Abraham and he said to Abraham, Abraham I want you to leave home and I will bless you and I will make you a great nation. And Abraham obeyed and Abraham left home. But we don't see the plan of God begin to take place until like 25 to 30 years down the road later. Abraham probably thought it was going to happen right then and, and right at that very moment. And we see through it all that even Joseph amen, would later have a dream. And Joseph, amen, would begin to share that dream with his brothers. And his brothers would begin to hate him. He would begin to share his dream with his father. And his father began to cast it away a little bit. But we see, the Bible tells us, that at 17 years old, Joseph was sold, sold, sold excuse me, into slavery by his brothers. And Joseph would go down into Egypt, uh, and Joseph would become the second to Pharaoh. You see, when you look through the lens of Joseph's life, uh, and you begin to trace the pattern, uh, you begin to reverse a little bit uh, to God's promise to Abraham. Because when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself, saying, Surely blessing I will bless you, and multiply I will multiply you. But with Joseph, how did he get into the picture through his dreams. Amen. God knew what he was going to do. The Bible tells us uh, that before Abraham had any children, God had already told him that his descendants would go into captivity for 400 years. Uh, but I will bring them back to the same spot. Uh, so you can see why the children of Israel through Joseph being sold into slavery, it was God's way of taking his people into captivity to show his power and his might and his glory to bring them back out through the situation that they would have. As Joseph began to tell his brothers, you meant it all for evil, but God meant it for good to preserve life, and he sent me before you to preserve life. Who knows? Is this your time to preserve life? 
Is there a plan in your family way, 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 way back? Many, many, many generations and years ago that God has already planned and now you have been brought forth to the kingdom for such a time as this to save your family, to save your generation, to save your nieces and nephews and people that are in your lineage line and in your household the same way Joseph had. See, God doesn't work on our timeline. And so we have to realize this. Uh, amen. we got to realize that sometimes God's way, amen, Joseph is there, but Joseph is second in command and the children of Israel being blessed. Uh, and then Moses, amen, we know that Moses was birthed in this process. Uh, it's, it's almost like if you look through the lens, uh, you're in a play, right? And there's a play that's taking place. And people are being put into this play for the purpose of Almighty God to show us, to bring us that understanding. And here's Moses. Uh, at 40 years old, he kills a man. And, and when it's found out, Moses flee. He flees into Midian. And here he is at 40 years now. Moses is on the back side, the back woods, uh, on the north 40. He's out taking care of sheep. Uh, he's just out there. And all of a sudden, he's walking along with the sheep. Uh, and here's a bush. Uh, and the bush starts to burn. Uh, and Moses says, I'm going to turn aside and see why this bush is not being consumed. And so he turns around and God says to him, Moses, take off thy shoes because the place where thou stand is holy ground. And God begins to converse with Moses uh, and he says, I have heard, amen, the voice of my people and their suffering. And, and as a result, I'm going to send you to Pharaoh to tell them to let my people go. And Moses says, who am I? And God says, I'll go with you, Moses. Amen. All the plan. Moses was probably on the back 40 with his sheep. He's, he's got a wife. He's got kids. He's got a father-in-law. He's, he's pretty content just to go out and walk the sheep across the beautiful North 40, you know. He's probably thinking, man, I got it made. I'm 80 years old. I got it made. I don't need to hit a slick at anything. I'm retired now. And God appeared to him and says, I still got something for you to do, Moses. I want you to go down and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. He was brought to the kingdom. He was saved out of all the babies that was being aborted, all the babies that were being killed. Moses was able to be kept alive by God for such a time as his time, when it was his time. So for the next 40 years, Moses leads the children of Israel out of bondage and brings them to the promised land. Amen. Because it was already in God's plan through Abraham. Amen. The Bible tells us, you and me, for as many of us have been baptized into Christ, we have put on Christ. There's neither Jew nor Greek. There's neither bond nor free. There's neither male nor female. For we're all one in Christ. 
And if we be Christ's dinner, we Abraham's seed. And we're heirs according to the promise. We have a purpose in this life. And this could very well be our time to accomplish what God desired for us to accomplish in this plan of Abraham. To save life, to restore life. Solomon would write in the book of Ecclesiastes, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heavens. There's a time to be born and there's a time to die. There's a time to plant. There's a time to pluck up that which is planted. There's a time to kill. There's a time to heal. There's a time to break down. There's a time to build up. There's a time to weep and there's a time to laugh. There's a time to mourn. There's a time to dance. There's a time to cast away stones. There's time to cast brainstones together. There's time to embrace. There's times to refrain from embracing. There's a time to keep and there's a time to lose. There's a time to get and there's a time to lose. There's a time to keep. There's a time to cast away. There's a time to win. There's a time to sow. There's a time of love and there's a time of hate. There's a time of war and there's a time of peace. Amen. Think about it. What does it profit the man? Amen. With all that way he's labored. I've seen the travail of man which God has put upon him to exercise therein. He has made everything beautiful in his time. He's made the world and set it in his heart so that man cannot determine or tell what God has started from the beginning to the end. Everything has a time and everything has a purpose in our lives. Amen. And who knows if you have not been brought to the kingdom for such a time as this. This is your time with all the sin that is rampant in the world, with all the perversion that's going on in the world, with all the world being turned upside down. Who knows if this is not your time that God has for you? Because the Bible says, where sin doth abound, grace doth more abound. God has you right where he wants you. So don't you lose hope. Don't you get discouraged. You have been brought to the kingdom for such a time as this. Isaiah would come on the scene and he would say, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sit upon a throne high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Above it stood the serpents. Each having six wings, and with twain they covered their face, and with twain they covered their feet, and with twain they did fly, and they cried one unto the other, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is filled with his glory, and the post of the door moved at him that cried, and the house was filled with smoke. Amen. And then said I, Woe is me, for I am undone, for I am a man of unclean lips, for I dwell in the midst of a people unclean lips, for my eyes have seen the Lord, the King of hosts. Then flew one of the serpents unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongues from off the altar, and he put it upon my mouth, and he said unto me, Lo, this has touched your lips, and your iniquities are removed, and your sins are purged. And he says, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Who 
shall go for us. And whom shall I send? Then said I, Here am I, Lord, send me. And he said, Go, tell this people, Hear ye, but understand not. See ye, perceive not. Make their hearts heavy, and their ears, their heart fatted, and their ears heavy, and shut their eyes, lest they see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and be converted, and be healed. And I said, Lord, how long? And he says, Until the land be without inhabitants, and the city be without men. And I have moved men far from him. There be a great forsaken in the land, but there shall be a tent, and they shall return therein, and it shall be eaten as the teal tree, and as the oak tree, whose substance are in them, when they cast forth their leaves, so shall the holy seed be the substance therein. Isaiah came on the scene. He was has a purpose for such a time as this. He had a purpose chosen already by God to usher him in to his time. He would be on the scene. And Isaiah would write these words. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bring forth the son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Amen. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government, there shall be no end. I've come to tell you, that's Paul would write, but when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem them that was under the law. John the Baptist, for such a time that he had, he was on the scene. But John says, there's one coming after me, whose shoes I'm not worthy to unloose. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. And the next day John sees Jesus coming. He cried out, Behold, the Lamb of God, which take away the sins of the whole world. John says, I must decrease, but he must increase. John says, My time is now done, and now it is his time. It is his time to work. It is his time to accomplish what God had in plan for Jesus from the foundation of the earth. And when Jesus, after his baptism, he walked out the wilderness. He came into the synagogue. They handed him the book. He turned to the prophet Isaiah. He began to read. He said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the broken heart, to preach deliverance to the captives, the recovery of sight to the blind, to set up liberty them that are bruised, and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. It was his time to work. I come to tell you and I today, now it is our time. We have been born again. Jesus says, Behold, you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me. And Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the whole earth. It is our time now to go into all the world and to preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth in his baptized shall be saved. 
He that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick. And they shall recover. This is your time. For such a time as this. Do you know why you're still around? It's your time. You have been kept alive for such a time as this. <clears throat> Praise God. We've got to let him work. Your time. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, that I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. Upon my servants and handmaidens will I pour out that day of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in the heavens above, and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapors of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness, and the moon into blood before that great and notable day of the Lord shall call. Come, and whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. It's your time. Amen. That window of opportunity is open. Amen. We get a window of opportunity to work. And we've got to walk through that door. It has been open. Amen. As the jailer says to Paul and Silas in Acts 16, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? We can't miss that window of opportunity. Amen. When that window is open, maybe you thought about getting baptized. Maybe it's that time for you to be baptized. Maybe you need the Holy Ghost. It's that time. There's been windows of opportunities that you might have missed. Maybe you have, should have testified of what God had did in your life. And you missed that window of opportunity. Maybe you had an opportunity to give and you didn't give. You missed that opportunity. God had brought you there for such a time as this. We got to get ready for who knows if we've been brought to the kingdom for such a time as this. There's purposes for your life that God has you exactly where He wants you at. Don't look at the people. Don't judge the people and how they judge you. But realize that God has you and this is your time to let your light shine that men shall see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. It is time for us to allow him to work through us. He's given us promise. I will leave you. I will not forsake you. I will always be as close as the mention of your name. Blind Bartimaeus was sitting by the wayside. But when he heard Jesus was passing by, he began to cry out, Jesus, the son of David, have mercy upon me. His window of opportunity. He was there for a purpose. He was there right when he needed 
make believe there. The man at the gate of beautiful. He had been laid there from his mother's womb from the beginning. But this day when Peter and John was going to prayer, it was his time to be there. Right where God wanted him to be. God knew everything from the beginning to the end. And this day, he probably went there. Amen. He did not lose his faith for some reason. And maybe he got up every day and says, I'm alive. I'm going down to the temple. Maybe I'll get something better today. Each day, he came looking for something. And the Bible says he was expecting arms. But Peter and John looked upon him and said, Silver and gold have we none. But such as we have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And they took him by the hand and they lifted him up. He gained strength in his ankles and leg bones. And he went walking and leaping and praising God. It was his time to be healed. I know some of you are suffering in your bodies. But is this your time to be healed? Don't give up. Don't lose hope. God knows where you are. He knows what you're going through. He knows what you're facing. In His time, He will make all things beautiful in His time. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Don't lose heart. He knows exactly where you fit in the plan. He knows where you fit and where you fit in the puzzle. Just don't lose hope. Hold on. Let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in the firmness of His power. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him for His excellence, greatness. Praise Him with the sumptuous in heart. Praise Him with string instruments and all. Let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Peter was given by God the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And he says, Peter, what's everything you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. What's everything you bound on earth will be bound in heaven. He's got the keys. And guess what? You've got the keys. You can unlock and you can lock. You have the keys. It's called the gospel. Jesus died for our sins. He was buried and he rose again. That will free and that will bind. You have the keys to unlock and <clears throat> to bind whatever is troubling. You've been brought to the kingdom for such a time as this. Wow. Think about it. Mordecai told Esther, he said, look, Esther. He says, don't think you're going to escape because you're in the king's house. <laughs> he says, the enemy is going to rise up from somewhere else and take you out. He says, well, while you got a chance to make a difference, you need to make a difference. You look at our world. We feel pretty safe in the king's house right now. But if you follow the news, <laughs> hey, we've been warned persecution is going to come. So we need to do everything we can now. 
You know why? Because the Bible says even Joseph was on scene at a time. But they rose up a Pharaoh that knew not Joseph and all the things he had done for, for Egypt. And that's why the children of Israel went into captivity and went into bondage for 400 years. There's going to lie somebody that's going to take over America one of these days. They ain't going to know nothing. If you follow the news, they already don't know anything about God. So we need to prepare for our generation that's coming behind us, our families and loved ones that is coming behind us. We've been brought to the kingdom for such a time as this. Let's stand this morning. Praise God. Is this your time? Is this your time to be healed? Is this your time to make a new commitment and a new vow to God? Is he's calling you right now to something greater. Now is your time on the scene. Amen. To accomplish what God has called you to do. Maybe you've got, had promises from God. And now is your time. Amen. Praise God. Let's make a new commitment today. Let's make a new promise to the Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus, I praise you, God. Lord, you are the great I am the way. God, for such a time as this, for such a time as this, Lord, for such a time as this, let us continue to be the light, so God. Let us continue.